friends, you're listening to Worst Show Ever. I'm your host, CJ Boyd. I'm in Indianapolis, Indiana, at Poster Recordings. I'm here with Adam Harding, and we are in the middle of a recording session day. It's been pretty fun. Lots of folks jumping on each other's songs. Um, Adam and Thor Harris did a song yesterday that Thor asked me to jump on at the last minute. It was really fun. And right now, what's happening right now? This is Danielson, I think. Oh, is that Danielson there? I think no. so. Okay, it's either Danielson or Kid Millions. Okay. Um, it's very incestuous in there. Yeah, everybody's on everybody's <laughs> thing, so that's fun. I just met Adam a few days ago, but it's been a nice couple days. Yeah. Um, you just started working for Joyful Noise. Yep. But you've also been putting music out with Joyful Noise for a while now, Dumb Numbers. Right, I think about six years. Okay. Um... Dumb Numbers is the main thing I know from you. Um, other projects that you want to mention just to give people some uh, context? No, that's really it. Yeah. Um, uh, everything I do just comes under that umbrella. With yeah. Whoever it is that's on the recordings, that's Dumb Numbers. Right. And you just arrived in Indianapolis. You live here now. Yeah. This week. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. I moved out here from L.A. And... Yeah, I'm curious to hear your your worst show ever. My worst show ever was in November 2013. Uh, The first Dumb Numbers record had just come out and we had this incredible opportunity to do a a tour with My Bloody Valentine on the East Coast. Um, Carl came along as our tour manager. Okay. Carl's the fellow who runs Joyful Noise, dear, dear fellow. And uh, that came about because Murph from Dinosaur Jr. is the Dumb Numbers drummer, and uh, Dinosaur and My Bloody Valentine go back decades. Yeah. Uh, I think they started doing shows together back in the 80s. Yeah. Um, so that's how that came about. And the tour started in Canada, in Toronto, and didn't know what to expect. I love My Bloody Valentine. You know, we just wanted to be respectful and give them their space, but they were so inviting to us and welcomed us into their inner circle, and we hung out with them, and ate with them and they watched us every night and it was a really really beautiful experience and the first two shows in Canada were incredible and then the third show was in Boston at the House of Blues and that's when the wheels fell off (laughs) okay Um, we got we were treated really well in Canada and then we come back uh, into the United States and that's when we definitely felt like a very lowly support band and they kept us apart from My Bloody Valentine they wouldn't let us near their room they gave us a dingy little room there was no toilet paper in the bathroom there was nothing in the refrigerator um they were they were real pricks and um 
Jay Maskus came to that show with his wife and his young son, um, and I was really nervous. I was super nervous because he was there, um, so I had nervous diarrhea. Oh man! No toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Uh, so anyway, we where we start our set and. I look behind me and there's Jay and his family standing there on my side of the stage. Uh, did you know Jay? I, like, I'd met Jay, I mean, yeah. I played with Murph, so I didn't right. know if that meant you also knew Jay or... Yeah, I know Jay, but not, you know, super well. Okay. Um, so, at one point in the set, I went to lean the head of my guitar onto the the amplifier on the cabinet, you know, to get some sustained feedback. Yeah. And as soon as I do that, the cabinet started rolling back uh, towards the back of the stage because the stage crew hadn't, they'd left the amp in the bottom of the road case uh, okay. and they didn't lock it down. Okay. So it was on wheels, but <laughs> so the amp was mic'd up and the amp's just getting further and further away from the mics. <laughs> right. And my sound is just dying. And then there's Jay just standing there watching it all happen with this grin on his face. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I was just totally mortified. Um, so that was that was our worst show. What happened? I mean, did they, did the, did the crew to come out and put the amp back where it needed to be? Or? I don't remember anything much after that. <laughs> you blacked out at that <laughs> yeah, point? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, had you done, um, you said you, before we started, you had mentioned that you hadn't done a lot of touring. Right. Had you toured before that? Because you said this was the first Dumb Numbers that, tour. We'd done a few shows. That was our first, I mean, so I'd been recording for a long time different recording sessions and that's what became the first Dumb Numbers record okay. but we only played our first shows as Dumb Numbers that year but you hadn't toured with any other bands no we'd done that. a couple of shows in Melbourne because Murph was in Australia with Dinosaur Junior so okay. he stayed behind and we did a few shows in Australia and I think I think um Oh, we did a show with Sebado in L.A. as a sort of album launch. And then My Bloody Valentine, I think that was... Maybe we'd done a few shows with the Lemonheads on the okay. West Coast. Yeah, we did. We did a few shows with the Lemonheads. But we'd maybe played... Maybe played ten shows before the the Valentines okay. tour. Ten shows total. No, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, I mean, that's a big jump from. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. I I would hate me if I was somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're not somebody else. <laughs> um. So then, did the rest of the tour go okay? Like, was yeah. it? Yeah. Was the contrast between? I guess what I'm asking is, was the contrast between Canada and the U.S. In general, or was it more no, just that, that show? No, it was just show. that show. It was just that okay. show. That that venue, like, fuck the House of Blues. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't remember what happened after the I really the amp, don't. The amp started rolling I away. I don't remember what. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. 
I'm just imagining you now just like putting your guitar down and being like, I'm done, fuck you, or something. We, we finished the sh- this, we finished the set, we must have. Um, but it was, it was mic'd, it wasn't going direct, so like, right. he, somebody had to yeah. put the, either you did or they Yeah, did. they must have, I, could, I just don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully locked, locked the wheels this time, we're taking it off the wheels. Oh, I thought of another show that was pretty bad too. Okay, yeah. Should I tell that one? Yeah. Um, is that kind of loud? It's pretty loud. Yeah. Um, I don't, <laughs> this is what we get for recording, or, you know, doing the show in a recording studio. But um, I think it's probably fine. Uh, so the other worst show was in Santa Cruz. We did a tour with the Lemonheads. And Murph dropped out of that tour right before we went on tour. And my bandmates, Bonnie and Steve, were over from Australia. So we were committed to doing it. But I decided that we wouldn't replace him. We, uh, we wouldn't get another drummer. So I asked a friend who plays cello to join us. And we just did really long, slow interpretations of our songs and it was a really fun uh, fun tour I really enjoyed playing the songs that way but Santa Cruz that was a really shitty venue too okay I think it was called I'll look it up but I think it was called Moe's Tavern or no that's is that that's from the Simpsons isn't it there is a most most bar most. Okay, I'm gonna look that up because I wanna. I wanna name them. <laughs> <laughs> Mo's Alley. Okay. Okay. Mo's Alley. So fuck you, Mo's Alley. So we get there, and we're informed that because we had a half an hour set. That's that's what our set was for the tour. That's what we'd rehearsed, and we get there and they tell us that we need to play for an hour okay. and that we get one drink each one one drink ticket and it's so much attitude for asking for a second drink um, and so we were playing we were maybe 20 maybe 15 minutes into our set and a guy passes out no he yells out he, so Steve my buddy Steve is on bass and this guy climbs up onto the stage and yells in Steve's ear what is this oh Jesus <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> got on stage yeah now, and, uh, I'm just trying to get the con- or I'm trying to like imagine this picture you know like how many people would you say this is a large venue no not super large I guess I'm also not like I know who the Lemonheads are I don't know if they're it wasn't playing. a huge tour it, yeah. it's not you know they Definitely would have been playing large event venues in the nineties, right. but um, not not so much anymore. Um, there might have been there might have been a hundred people there. Okay, just so I have, I'm just trying to picture. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so hundred people in a room. Yeah. And some guy jumps on stage. Yeah, jumps on stage, yells in Steve's ear, "What is this?" Because we had no drums, and it, so it was two guitars, bass, and electric cello. Right. And very long droney songs um and then that same guy ended up passing out on Steve's pedal board 
Uh, over, over the fold back and turning his pedals off. Wait, wait, I'm trying to picture this. So he jumps on stage, yells that, and then jumps off stage? And then comes back? Climbed off, yeah, maybe a little bit later in the set, the same guy passed out. Like, passed out, meaning he was, like, standing on the floor, standing but, on like, the floor. fell onto the stage? Standing on the floor right in front of the stage. Okay. I think maybe he was leaning on the foldback. Right, right. And, and then, then he passed out. Right. So and then... turned Steve's pedals off. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> That's... That is awful. Uh, but and then, then, like, he had... Did Steve have to, like, kick him off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um... Really but then up. after the set, this lady came up to me and put her hand on my arm and said, Thank you, that was very relaxing. Okay. So. <laughs> Somebody liked yeah. it. I mean, I guess that guy was super drunk, obviously, to jump on stage in the first place. Yeah. And fortunately, he took himself out. Right. I mean, it sucks that it had to be on top of Steve's pedals. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's it's crazy to me to think, I mean, and I've had folks on the show that do such a wide variety of music, but where, like, you guys are still playing, like, songs, they're dronier versions of the songs, right. there's just not a drummer, yeah. and that, this guy could not... Yeah, he didn't have any frame of reference for like, that. what? Yeah. If there's not guitar-based drums and vocals, right. what even is it? Is that even really music? Like that, wow. This idea that this guy can't even conceive that something would exist outside of that. Oh, that's fucked up. Well, man, thanks for sharing your stories. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, I guess lunch is here. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, CJ. This episode of Worst Show Ever was made possible by the Patreon pledges of Dewana Fryman, Meg Roberts, Christina Poez, and Evan Quayberg. If you'd like to support this endeavor, please go to patreon.com slash worst show ever.